Hi there, listener. You're about to experience Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games, and there will be plenty of game talk, but also copious amounts of crude, off-color, offensive, and immature speech. So if you are of a rather sensitive humor constitution, we're just letting you know what you're in for with this show. It has games. It has jokes. You know, just games and jokes. Take the games, take the jokes, and have a good time. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpod podcast. You sound good. Thank you. You too. You sound really good. I'm finally starting to not be sick. Well, we were having... Just a little bit. We were having a casual conversation, <laughs> and like, the difference between the waveform is uh, enormous <laughs> when you put on your show, your show voice. My showman, yeah. Yeah. Going to show mode. <laughs> I, saw the, I saw the mental switch go off in your mm. mind, and you're like, hello, Internet. When I enter the dick void. <laughs> the dick void? <laughs> You don't want to enter the dick void. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's Hatbox Podcast, a show that happens twice a week where two old guys play, yeah, old games. Old games. Legitimately old games. Specifically today. Bullshit. Yeah. Today, it's true. Not always, but no. specifically <laughs> no. today. Sometimes we do not even like fall within the purview of our title, <laughs> nope. our, our show title. Not no. remotely. <laughs> well. Sometimes we play games that really even haven't come out yet. Sometimes we don't even play games. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sometimes we haven't even been tolerant Dave before. So that, is, yeah, that is very true. <laughs> we we like to we like to break the rules here at Tadpog. At Tadpog, we have one rule, and that is there are no rules. <laughs> we're mavericks. Yeah. Me, you, and John McCain were mavericks. <laughs> I say that about you a lot. Did you? How would you describe Tyler? Ma- oh, he's a lot like John McCain. <laughs> <laughs> I would never say that about you. That's it's important. I, I used to like John McCain. I used to like John McCain a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Uh, cool name. He's got a very <laughs> cool name. No, I mean he was he was um he wasn't a traditional Republican until he then drank the Republican Kool Aid when he ran for president and then brought Sarah Palin into the world. So. Yeah, he summoned her. <laughs> yeah, she's a simulacrum. <laughs> <laughs> he went to Dick Cheney. They got a ritual. I was hoping that you had got him confused with John McClane from <laughs> Die Hard. I've never seen Die Hard. Well, there's a guy in it named John McClane, and he's like a he's the yippie Kaye motherfucker. He is. He okay. is. Well, that's, he, that's all I know is it's a Christmas movie. Yes, it is the perfect formula for a movie the way it's written. You think so? That's that's what I've heard. That's what you hear? Okay. Like it's the the perfect movie. Yeah. Like screenwriters and everything that students study Die Hard because it's perfectly assembled. Okay. All right. And um, yeah, and yippie Kaye motherfucker. That's all I know. Um, and Severus Snape falls off a building. Yeah, that's the thing. And Carl okay. from uh, Family Matters is in it. Oh, okay. He plays the pol- he plays the policeman in the movie. So he's Carl. Awesome. He is Carl. <laughs> it's Carl playing Carl. <laughs> Officer Winslow on the beat. Reginald Vell Johnson. Yes, thank you. We haven't we haven't made a good Brennan Johnson Reginald Vell Johnson ever. Howard Johnson. We never made a good joke. I don't think. <laughs> well, <laughs> we haven't made a mediocre stab at a joke. <laughs> Until now, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's going on with my phone? Okay. We good? Yeah. My mom is on her way here with Kenna, so. All right. We're going to pause, you think? No, we're good. I mean, no. she still has to drive back, so okay. we're good. 
So I'm your beard host, Tyler. Yeah. And we have a package over there? Yeah, we do have we have a package here. Would you like to I would. Would you like to open this? Yeah. This is from can you guess from the sticker that's on the envelope? Yeah. Is the it, bloody handed otaku of Ziggy, Ziggy Moon's Mike H. I think that's accurate. Here, let me give you this. I'll let you open it. And then here here's the scissors. Let's get this, some good work in here. Yeah. This is a giant oversized envelope. I got to meet with uh, Josh and Nicole yesterday, and they provided me with three packages. And we're going to open them in uh, order of postmark. This one was postmarked first. (laughs) I can tell from your creepy laugh, there's possibly (laughs) waifu pillowcases in there. (laughs) Oh, my God! Are you fucking shitting me? This is a Playboy magazine. That's the Playboy magazine. Mm -hmm. That's the one that I had in my Game Gear case. He fucking found it. (laughs) He fucking found it. I will hand this to you then. Oh my god, this is amazing. Where did you get this? Oh my god, this is amazing. Just flipping through this uh, is bringing back back some memories. Okay, here is is the the attached letter. Shit, dog. It's all pristine and shit. I know. It's like, this looks great. Did he find my Game Gear case? (laughs) (laughs) Deep cut. No shit. I hope this is the right issue, and all I can recall is it was from the early 90s, and it featured a girl in a swimming pool on the cover. Found it in a used bookstore in a stack of freebies. Oh my god. This was free? Yeah, so I figured Dave would get a laugh out of it. Better than that. This is amazing. (laughs) Holding this makes me feel good. (laughs) I'm gonna frame this, <laughs> and then I'm gonna like I'm gonna frame it, and then right next to it is gonna be a photograph of my penis. <laughs> what What's the year on the? 1993. Damn. So I was 12. Damn. Yeah, I was 12 when this. That's came nuts. And it looks great. And Man, ad, Mike H. Look at this ad here. Look at this right guard Chuck ad Norris. featuring Chuck Norris. <laughs> wow, from '93, and it's in such good condition. It's in really good condition. Oh my god. Wow, Mike. That's man, Mike. This is amazing. Oh yeah, did oh yeah, did how did Tyler's dad like the cranberry sauce? He hasn't tried it yet. I haven't seen him. Also, are you guys going to drink the Kool Aid I sent on the show? Well, I've already drank one kind of it. I changed. I drank the one that changes color. Right. But I can drink. I bring. I can make the other two and have them on the show next <laughs> week. <laughs> All right, that sounds good. I'm looking forward to that Kool Aid. Don't tease me. Oh, I'll have it next week. <laughs> anyway, thanks for the entertainment. Okay, here's a, here's the question. So how many Tadpog points do I get? A lot. You get a lot from mm-hmm. me. I don't know. I mean... How many does uh, Lord Micah Perdue have? You have a hundred more. Oh, <laughs> damn. Shots fired. <laughs> you know what's crazy? As a kid, I remember a lot more nude photographs than this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like flipping through, it's like words, words. Well, there's one. Ad for cigarettes, words. <laughs> yeah. Chuck Norris. Oh, my God. From the bloody-handed otaku Jack of Ziggy Moons, Mike H. P.S. God damn, Mike. Holy shit. I can't believe you found this. This is blowing my mind. P.S. I didn't forget about the waifus. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not going to lie. This is better than the waifus. Yeah, man. I'm tempted to go buy a Game Gear on eBay right now (laughs) so that I can put this inside the case. (laughs) 
Holy shit. Holy shit. I cannot believe you found this. Yeah, and that's like a that's a big issue too. Like I remember I bought them in the 2000s and they were not that thick unless it was like a special edition Christmas thing. Well, I'm not going to lie. Like as a kid, I remember there being a lot more uh naked women in this magazine, <laughs> but like flipping through, it is like there are probably eight photographs of naked women in this. <laughs> so, do you think where he got it? Do you think they tore them all out? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a, a few. There we freebies. go. Yeah, okay. She's got that 90s hair. She does have that 90s She's got hair. that still kind of in the 80s hair. Yeah. That's pretty, okay. Man, a centerfold, an actual fold-out centerfold. I know, I know. She looks kind of surprised, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> what? I was just l- leaning over my, my vanity in a negligee. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> I used to love reading their bios written in their handwriting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. They look at their bra and be like, okay, it makes sense. All right. God, even these comics. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Mike, you got a lot. You got a lot of Tadbug points for me. Um, as far as I'm concerned, you can have all of them that I currently have. So That's good. There you go. I mean, you just spent most of them, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, that is true. But all <laughs> what I've got remaining is yours. Still waiting to hear from the electric company if they took it or not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. I've got a little bit of I got a little bit of a story to tell. Please. Um, what's up, Internet? I am Dave. I am your bespectacled host, and I am really um, super tired right now. I uh, so after thinking about it for months, I finally got Diablo One online multiplayer to work, and I played with Sandwich Pope Phil last night up until about two in the morning. Um, there's a stream for that on Twitch. I'll have a link in the show notes if you want to watch it. Uh, it's it's all it is is Phil and I in voice chat uh, playing Diablo with me going like, "Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is amazing!" <laughs> and then like after it's like a three hour stream. Then like two hours in, it's just me in silence. Click 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 <laughs> click. <laughs> so what happened was um, I had a busy day yesterday because not only did I play stream Diablo, I streamed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Tournament Fighters. Mm -hmm. That's the game we're talking about Mm -hmm. today. That's also on Twitch. I'll have a link to that in the show notes. Um, And then there's a barbecue festival. We talked about this on the show before. Mm -hmm. Every year there's a festival here in Paducah uh, called Barbecue on the River. And it's always super hot. There's always a million people down there. Oh yeah. And um, had me able to get in downtown to do my good, my good Pokemoning. I know. I can't. I couldn't even make it to the riverfront for like the last five days mm-hmm. because it's all blocked off. Yep. So that's been a pain in the ass. But the festival's fun, and we got to take Henry there, and he was uh, he got worn out and took a <laughs> huge nap. Um, I needed to because all of those things made me super sleepy. And what happened was I did not stop. All day, I didn't take a nap or anything. I woke up at like my normal like 8 o'clock Saturday kind of wake up routine. And I did all this shit. And then 2 o'clock rolled around. Phil was like, I got to call it, man. So Phil goes to bed. And I'm like, well, it's 2 in the morning. I guess I got to get fucked up. (laughs) So I got fucked up at 2 in the morning. (laughs) I got fucked up at 2 in the morning. And then about 3 in the morning, I was like, man, I need to take a shower. (laughs) So at three in the morning, I like a good drunk shower, (laughs) three in the morning, I got in the shower and I was like, man, this feels good. This feels really good. You know what? I'm God, I'm sleepy. I'm just going to lie down. 
I'm just gonna lie down. <laughs> and that's what I did. I lay I laid down in the shower and then cut to the sun coming in through the uh bathroom window. It's eight o'clock. I, ice cold water didn't wake you up. Here's what's weird. I don't know why, but the water didn't the water never got cold. It got pretty lukewarm, yeah, but it never got cold. Damn. So I don't know what the fuck. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I'll find out on my next energy bill. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't sleep like I sl- quote unquote slept in there, but no, it was not like it was not a restful sleep. That would have been like, man, if I'd been Nikki and walked in on that, I would have thought you had killed yourself to have walked in, see the curtain drawn, and like yeah. the image of you, you didn't come to bed, yeah. the image of you laying down right. in the shower with the shower yeah. on. No, I mean, at this point, I feel like she expects it any day. The bee gun, the bee gun. <laughs> Well, it finally happened. <laughs> let me let me unsurprisedly call his parents. <laughs> he did it finally. <laughs> yeah, your mom just answers, "Was today the day?" Yeah, did it happen? <laughs> did it happen like I dreamed about it? What happened? He's in the shower, right? Yeah, my visions were accurate. <laughs> so I, when I woke up, finally, I felt like shit. I was super tired, and not only that. My skin was so like was so waterlogged that it felt like my whole skin just felt like pins and needles. Like if like if I touched my face, it was just like pins and needles in my face. That and that stayed that way for like an hour, where I I lied on the couch um, and just like drained and just all all the waterlogged. Just put a bunch of sponges on you and just yeah. I've got Henry's kiddie pool, and I, I laid down in the, in the living room, just let all the water run out of me. Your ability to sleep is just, it's amazing to me that you can, I mean. I can sleep anywhere. Yeah. I really can. Under can any circumstance. Because really, really well, you fell asleep. Anywhere. I remember you told me the worst pain of your life was when you fell asleep with your cock ring on. Yeah. Yeah. That just, oh, I still, I will think about that like I often do, and just yeah. cringe. Oh. Like, I can't imagine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's more pins and needles, but all, <laughs> but all in my wiener. Oh, man. Yeah, all in my wiener. <laughs> Not only that, but like the, what's worse is falling asleep with a condom on. Uh, have you ever fallen asleep with a condom on? Mm-mm. It's it's really you got to wear them for that to happen, Dave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, well, no. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's been I, a long. Well, time. I've had a lambskin one on too long, and those dry out and get weird. <laughs> See, I've never worn a lambskin, mm-hmm. so like what happens with like a latex is well, especially the ones that have like spermicide mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, they get weird, and by that I mean it makes your dick feel funny when you wear one for eight hours. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember a, la- a dried out lambskin condom is like when you press a leaf a leaf into a book. <laughs> oh, we're doing a we're doing a condom pressing, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to church camp. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, all day my eyes have been bleary and like like I remember I woke up cuz like I laid down on the couch and Nikki and Henry were in there just doing their own thing mm-hmm. and they just kind of left me alone except I remember Nikki coming over to me using both fingers putting both fingers in the corners of my eyes <laughs> and making it making an Asian face yeah. <laughs> and saying something very racist. <laughs> She, oh, she, she, uh, so she put both fingers on the inside of my, uh, the creases of my eyes and just did a long swipe. And then I saw her like look down at her fingers, make a gross face, and then just like, 
<laughs> rubber rubber fingers together because like it was it was just like mucus just constant oh, mucus man. coming out of my eyes <laughs> man it's like a native american sweat lodge thing you did like just some peyote and you would have woke up a different person yeah well <laughs> you know i would do it man i would do it yeah pe- peyote and i'm kind of curious about ayahuasca Ayahuasca? I'm not familiar with I that. I watched, uh, I'd never heard of it. Are you sure it's not Iowa Ski? Iowa. The, new, the new state ski it's resort? A, it's a new flavor of ski. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Iowa Ski. It's real. It's extra corn flavored. It's <laughs> mm, extra corn. Mm. <laughs> I'd never seen it until I watched uh, that Netflix series Chelsea Does. Yeah. Where she talks about her drug episode, and they have to go to like South America to where it's part of a religious ceremony. Like you go and you drank the ayahuasca and it looks awful. It looks like porta potty water. But you have like <laughs> it is porta potty water. And you I mean, you drink it and then not long after you throw up and after you throw up then you just have like intense hallucinations and basically like it unlocks she started remembering shit from her childhood she had forgotten and like little details that just like you go through it basically just brings back up old memories. Oh, kind of and, like and you get really high. So. Well, <laughs> half of that I don't want. It looked interesting. It was like, okay, I would, I would consider doing that. I'm not gonna go to South America for it. But if like, if Zach showed up, like, hey man, got some ayahuasca, hey, I'd be man. like, okay, want to go on a spirit journey? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you like to know what your spirit animal is, wouldn't you? Here, drink this toilet water. We both know it's Harambe, so we didn't have to do that. <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> Uh, so yep, I've been tired all day and my skin is hurt. Oh man, I feel for you. That's, uh, it's my own stupid decision making that led me to it. I mean, it's a good story though. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool to say you've done that. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of poor decision Never making, have I ever fallen asleep in the shower for eight hours. It's, I've done it before. Like just not, uh, I've fallen asleep in the bathtub. I've told this story where I was in Germany and I fell asleep in the uh-huh. bathtub and woke up in like freezing water. Yeah. Teeth chattering. Um, but speaking of self-inflicted pain. You were raised Catholic. Yes, that is true. <laughs> I don't say, I don't correlate. What are you, what are you trying to say? <laughs> um, speaking of self-inflicted pain due to poor decision-making, um, did you see what Kanaha posted on her Facebook page? About the chip? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I am totally going to buy those. Okay, well then let's do that for the show. They're, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those who those listening who aren't on our Facebook page... Um, go, go, get on the Facebook. Yeah, get on the <laughs> Facebook page, and then you'll see this post. Get us the 400 likes for year four. We're so close. Yeah, four and four. That's our motto. Um, there is a chip by, I might be mispronouncing this, Pecky. Uh, it's a tortilla chip that they claim is like the hottest chip in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's called Carolina Reaper Madness. Uh, which is a great yeah. name. The packaging, I'm not gonna lie. Like as a designer, I saw the, I saw the packaging and I was like, well, I'd pay five dollars just for that. Mm-hmm. They sell they, they sell them the chips individually. Yeah, they sell them individually. <laughs> You're paying four dollars and ninety nine cents for one chip. Yep, that is supposed to be the hottest the hottest chip I'm the all, hottest chip yeah, you can buy. I'm all for that. Okay. I saw it and I was like, fuck yeah, I need to find a way to get that. Yeah, let's do it. Well, yeah. let's just buy it. Okay. Let, let's buy I'll buy two 
and then um, when they come in, we'll we'll eat them for the show. Um, and I know if we actually, I'd like to make a video of us eating it. Okay. Um, and maybe that's like exclusive to Patreon donors, or okay, or maybe I don't know. We'll figure something out. But I w- but I want to eat the chip on video because if we do and share it on social media, uh, they send us a free bag of chips. Oh, of the of the whole super hot thing, they will then send you. No, they're regular ones. Unfortunately, okay. the super hot ones would be great. They cannot be that expensive to make. Like yeah. they they have to be making essentially four dollars and ninety eight cents <laughs> on every one of these sold. Because what was it? Because it's yeah, Carolina Reaper. Plus, I saw like it also has ghost pepper and something like that, like dusting on it like a Cheeto or some shit. So. Yeah. I'm down. You're going to be good. Did you watch the videos of everybody eating them? I did not. Yeah. They, people kind of got, they got, I mean, they look hot. They saw these people. <laughs> um, so we'll see. I'm curious. I Honestly, I'm curious. Because yeah. like, how will we do? I feel like we're going to do really, really well. Yeah. Because we eat spicy shit all day, every day. Yeah. Is how we roll. Diarrhea is a way of life. Right. Do you think we'll eat one of these and see Harambe? We're, we're <laughs> they call us the Red Holes. That's just, what we, that's just what we got. That's our gang name, the Red Holes. Uh, let's see. Oh, hey, so yeah, thank you for this Playboy. If there's anybody else <laughs> who wants to send uh, us anything, I think now is probably a good time to give out the P.O. Box. Yep. Um, send it to Tadpog Studios. Care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, mm-hmm. 42002. And then, I'm unfortunately, I'm out of Tadpog points right now, but they'll replenish. Mm-hmm. They'll replenish. We, we grow them ourselves. This is like, you know how a long time ago, a listener asked us, like, our summoning rituals, mm-hmm. like what would be involved. <laughs> yeah. I forgot to mention that this Playboy magazine, <laughs> this July 1993 issue damn, of Playboy damn. is, you need this to summon me. It's like one of the things that you need. <laughs> um, it's a good thing you have it then. I know. It's like, yeah, no one knows my true name kind of deal, right? Uh, he who showers, he who showers all night. <laughs> Uh, there's one more thing that I want to mention mm-hmm. before we get into the game talk. Um, I want to announce that we're going to be streaming a D&D game um, on Twitch. Mm-hmm. That's going to start happening this Saturday, I think at 9 o'clock Central. Um, that's going to be, I'm going to be running it. Tyler, you're going to be playing. Mm-hmm. Um, Sandwich Pope Phil's going to be playing. Bulbasaur is going to be playing. Mm-hmm. Um, Chandra is going to be playing. Um, and Josh Edwards is going to be playing. So, did I? I got to cousin David. Be, oh, you know, and my cousin David. Mm-hmm. Family last. That's it's fine. The, that's it's my fine. motto. <laughs> he can't unfamily you. It's fine. <laughs> so um, we are. And I'm. I got to be honest with you, I am scared to say this because I am worried that <laughs> the spirit of Ramon is going to hop through the soundboard and like attack my nervous system like a bunch of angry gnats. Um, we're going to be playing The Curse of Strahd, mm. uh, which is a fifth edition D&D adventure that um, I know Ramon wanted to either play or run. Um so I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I really am sorry about that. But I thought uh, you were gonna say I'm nervous because I have not read it yet. 
I haven't read all of it. I'm not gonna lie. We have to read all of it for the first session, but like at all. No, no, no. I've read no. I've read enough. I've read enough. I think to run like six sessions uh, or more, depending on how you guys mm-hmm. how you guys go. Um, I think it's gonna be fun, and I urge anybody listening to this to check us out on Saturday. Um, Saturday is going to be kind of low key. Uh, we're going to be like going over character stuff and making sure all character mm-hmm. sheets are in roll 20. Uh, that's what we're using to play. So I am looking forward to it, but I'm also, I've never really, I've never really played a game, let alone run a game with an audience involved. So yeah. that is a very, like, I'm very, I'm, I've got butterflies in my tummy about that. Because I censored myself on the show, so I'm going to have to also apply this same measure of censorship to the game now, as opposed <laughs> to just let it all hang out like I do a regular D&D. Um, you don't censor yourself <laughs> that much on the I'm show. I'm way more racist than in real life. So much more racist. <laughs> For, and sexist well, and just yeah just the worst yeah yeah, yeah i'm just yeah, yeah i'm the worst we're, we're in both life. the worst people you can possibly we've, we've got a worse filter on us right now where we yeah. seem okay but yeah. we're just the worst if seinfeld and always sunny had a baby it would be us we would be two <laughs> twins trying to eat each other in the womb mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, updates on that. That's going to be running on our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash tadpog underscore podcast. Didn't realize it would be more cumbersome than our Twitter handle, but it is. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> so We did it. Victory! <laughs> so that's it. I guess um, we can finally start talking about the game, I guess, like 40 minutes into this podcast. 25. All right. We're all right. Okay. We're, we're right about all time. Right. So, like, it took our intro leading up to the game took longer than an episode of Family Matters. <laughs> I hope yeah. it was more entertaining. We didn't have her. I mean, it's not, but no, no, no. <laughs> maybe the later, maybe the later seasons. <laughs> They're entertaining for a different reason. <laughs> Can we end? Maybe the, maybe the telepaths where they go to France, go to French, go to France. Yeah. Can, when we end Tadpog, when we mutually decide to end Mm-hmm. Our um our working relationship mm-hmm. on this show. Can we end it in space? Can that yeah. be, can that be the last yeah. episode? We're we're in a shuttle. <laughs> Don't know if we get back or not, so the podcast doesn't come back. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's me saying that we're going to be doing this show until um space travel is not only privatized, privatized, but it's also, yeah, like the cost of bus fare. <laughs> also, yeah. Also where you can afford it with Patreon money. Right, exactly. <laughs> Lord British is going to fly us to the moon. Say, <laughs> so you hear that, Dave? Uh, no, what is it? I don't hear that. Oh, that's bad improv. I'm sorry. Yeah, I do hear that. <laughs> no, I don't hear anything besides silence for the podcast. No, that's we're, recording, it. It's, we're recording a show, Tyler. Uh, it's very quiet in here for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's the vacuum of space. It is the vacuum of space. See, you're much better. You're much better at this improv thing than I am, you little theater guy. <laughs> also a nickname back in the day. <laughs> little theater little theater guy. So my dad used to call me in between whipping me with his belt. <laughs> uh, I do hear the void of space, uh, which of course, as we all know, ushers in a segment uh, that we like to call Dave Reads from Wikipedia. Okay, guys. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, colon, Tournament Fighters. I like how I said turtles. 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 I know. I feel like I actually said it like Shredder says it. (laughs) Uncle Phil. Uh, Okay, guys. Or, as it's known, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, colon, Tournament Fighters in Europe, 
uh, is the title of three, count them, three different fighting games based on the characters, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I had no idea that there was one for the NES. Um, I vaguely remembered that from childhood. Oh, here's what I didn't know. I didn't know that they were all different, uh, but we'll get into that later. Um, the game was, all the games were produced, all of the games <laughs> uh, were produced by Konami. Uh, they were produced for the Nintendo Entertainment System, the Mega Drive slash Genesis, uh, and the Super NES. Uh, they were released over the course of 1993 and 1994. Uh, Konami produced a different fighting game based on the franchise for each platform, featuring a different cast of characters. So I want to read you uh, read to you about the Super NES version. Uh, the SNES version of Tournament Fighters is sometimes sold under the unofficial title Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 5 colon tournament fighters in order to continue the numbering from the earlier turtles games released on the NES and the super NES. Um, it is often considered by fans as the last game in the original teenage mutant Ninja turtles series. Uh, a tournament has been organized Tyler mm -hmm. and many fighters have entered uh, shredder being one of them. Uh, the turtles decide to participate in order to stop their nemesis as well as proving their strength in the tournament. It's like how Bowser races go-karts with Mario. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah. It's it's not a big it, deal. It's good. It's all the spirit of competition. It's exactly. fine. Exactly. <laughs> they embody the Olympics is what we're saying. <laughs> um, so the game uses... Well, we'll get into the controls. Uh, we'll get into the different modes. I feel, like, I feel like we're there. I feel like we're ready to talk about the game. We've been Wikipedia-ized. Mm -hmm. Did you play this um, in, the S in the SNES's run? I yes, I've played this game before, mm -hmm. um, and yeah, that's important to note. We are specifically talking about the Super Nintendo version yeah. of the game. Um, yes, I played the SNES game. I I feel like it was a rental for me when I was a kid. It was for me too. Um, and that was man, I miss those days. I miss the days where it was like common practice to rent a game just to try it, just to try before you buy. Yeah. Um, and I remember. TMNT being on that that list of try before I buy. I was so excited when I found out about this game because I thought, oh god, finally a turtles fighting game. That's awesome because they'd all been side scrolling beat 'em ups up until this point. Yeah. So I mean, I love turtles. Granted, yes, I love turtles in time. Uh, I love. It gets a lot of hate, but. I enjoy the first one for the NES. Holocaust? Oh. I enjoy the Holocaust. That's well, not real. I get a lot of hate <laughs> for it, but I don't know. I, I get a lot of I get a lot of hate for liking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Holocaust, Holocaust. Heist. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not what you think. They go back and help Hitler kill Jews. Right. It's no, they, but it's that very is very different. Think. <laughs> that's what I, that's not they, the story. They line? don't try and stop Hitler. They yeah. go back and help Hitler. Oh man, he wouldn't have taken Poland if not for the Ninja Turtles. But that's but it's the turtles can't help it because Hitler dressed up as Master Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> they the turtles just didn't know. They've spent their formative just, years in a sewer. They don't know any better. He just puts a pink bathrobe on over his Nazi uniform, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "Oh yeah, only Splinter wears one of those, so it's fine." We're we're all really four years old. Old, so this yeah, is yeah. fine. Right. No, we have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> we are not to blame. <laughs> We're just following orders like all the Nazis. Like, oh, yeah, it's like yeah. all of them. Teenage Mutant Nazi Turtles. <laughs> That's got to be an other world that story. That has to be a thing. That has to be a thing. <laughs> oh, man. I, I was excited. <laughs> I went, I rented, I rented this, and at the time, I was disappointed in it. At the time. 
because one, I played it playing against the computer is fucking unforgiving. It's really hard. It's, it's really, really hard. hard. It's really hard. Like even the default difficulty, I think, is set on three uh, out of seven. It's a weird like, it, mm-hmm. and it starts at zero. <laughs> it's like a really weird scale. And if it's like the default difficulty is not even exactly middle. Um, and I think it's I think it's too hard. It's Roy. Oh man! So I was turned off as a kid, and then I expected like, all right, I'm gonna put in this game, turn it on, tournament fighters. I'm gonna be able to be Casey Jones. Oh. I'm gonna be able to be like Baxter Stockman as a fly. I'll be able to be Krang. And when I turn it on, I don't know who the fuck any of these people are. So I was so disappointed that I didn't I didn't know any of hardly the turtles, Shredder. I was excited Chrome Dome was in it. I remember Chrome Dome from the cartoon. So that I was happy with. But other than that, no clue what the fuck was going on. And then they're fighting like they're trying to win money. And I thought like, what? The turtles are fighting for money and gold coins? Like it didn't it didn't click with me as a kid. The narrative construct is the biggest problem, I think, in the game. Because yeah. it is like, it is just slapped on. It is just like, all right, we wanted to have a fighting game with the Ninja Turtles in it and did not feel like coming up with like something that makes sense <laughs> within the, the Turtle universe. Um, so you said all those things, you thought about that as a kid. Mm-hmm. Has, has that changed now as an adult, replaying it? Except for the difficulty, yes. Okay. Because going back to it now, I enjoyed it much more than when I was a kid. I did too. I feel, and that's weird. I don't feel like I ever say that, but this was much better now because now I could appreciate the art style. Yeah. So I think it looks now, it still looks really good. I think it's it looks an interesting really good. interpretation of how the turtles are yeah. and they feel, as compared to the others, which feel too cartoony. This feels like a grittier Ninja Turtles, which I guess now in this time that works. But, and then going into it knowing that it's a Street Fighter 2 clone. Helps me too because I was like, oh, I could just get in that Street Fighter mindset and play through it, enjoying it more. Yeah, I thought I appreciate. I didn't. I didn't remember the music from when I was a kid. I listened to it now and I enjoyed the music. Yeah, I enjoyed all the backgrounds. Man, the stages. I think like yeah. as far as the art goes, I think the stages are the show stealer. They're really good. They are really good. There's a lot of animation in them. Like the what comes to mind is the last fight. Uh, you're fighting the boss Karai, mm-hmm. and is that Shredder's daughter? She is in the Mirage comics. She is successor to Shredder, mm-hmm. so um, she is a badass. I, I think it's weird. Here's what I think is weird about the game, and this once again comes into like the weird narrative construct of tournament fighters is. She's the successor, but Shredder's in this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of... I mean, you couldn't have a game without Shredder, but right, still. Right, I understand yeah. why he's in it. I do. He needs to be in this game, yeah. absolutely. But it is kind of weird to me that right, he's not the boss, I guess. Yeah. This is what's weird to me. And he's not that good either. I don't know. He kicked my ass. Yeah? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, like the computer, everyone's going to kick your ass if the, the computer in this game is... And then what... Because you have, there's the secondary bar, your mutagen bar. Right. That allows you to, you know, store it up and do a super move. It's an ultimate, yeah, an ultimate attack. But you can't do it in, like, arcade mode or story mode. Like, it takes the option away. Right. You cannot do it in story mode. I don't fucking get that at all. I don't either. I don't know why there's this game-changing mechanic that's not available in one of the modes. But this really, no, I, I enjoyed this game now. I would have probably I don't 
I think I probably would now if I had to write the SNES list to top IGN's top 100, I probably would have included it now. Yeah, I'd put this in. I would put this in my own personal top yeah. 100 SNES games. But yeah, I hated it back then because it wasn't what I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Now I can appreciate it for what it is, and I liked it a lot more. It has man, the production values in it are just really high. Yeah, it's but good. I guess the suits that assembled it did a very poor job. But the people who made it did a great job. Yeah, there are a few mechanics to it that I don't really like. Like, well, I shouldn't say mechanics. I do not think this game is balanced well. So, like, my biggest complaints are how aggressive the AI is. Mm-hmm. Um, because to really succeed, you have to... I felt like I had to play defensively the entire time. Yeah. Like, I... And I, I, so... I'm okay with playing defensively sometimes, but it would have been nice if certain characters, certain opponents were more aggressive and others were more defensive. Like that just seems like a natural way of doing it. Yeah, had war been incredibly offensive, but like Chrome Dome been defensive. Right, Yeah, exactly. But every single character in this game that you fight is just like nonstop, just like coming at you 100%. And you have to play it like, you have to play it like I did uh, with Harambe, fighting Super M. Bison. (laughs) Seriously, where it's just like, all right, here's his combo. That's how I finally beat fucking Shredder, was like, all right, here's how he's going to go. He's going to attack high, low, low, high. And I got to block it and then figure out the best way to punish it. Which, (sighs) there is something to be said about that, where it's like, that's how you should play fighting games. Like, Mm -hmm. that's how, like, good fighting game players are good. Um, But it not intrinsically fun. Yeah, it's fun to play offensively, to jump in and do your combos, do your moves. Right. That is the fun way to play, I think. Yeah, I'm Um, with you. So, But on the other hand, it is kind of tough because I can look at it from like a different perspective and be like, well, it's kind of good that they're teaching... The game is teaching you to be a better fighting game player. Yeah. Um, You talked about the roster and being a little disappointed as a kid. Yeah, okay. Do you want to go through the roster? Because I would like to. Because like... One thing, I guess, because I didn't read the Archie comics. That's what all these fucking characters are from. Not all of them. Which I Almost think a lot of them. of them are. It's, it's a weird decision to make. I liked it, because I did read the Archie comics. Okay. Um, like, a lot of them are from the Archie comics. Some of them are from the Mirage comics, and some of them are from the show. Because, let's see, there's, the first one on the list I have is War. Yeah, he is a horseman of the apocalypse mm-hmm. from the Archie comics. He's a giant purple... Triceratops skeleton looking thing. Uh huh. Yeah, he looks like a a mutant Freddy, maybe. Okay. Big like <laughs> if, with claws. Like, yeah, like if Freddy Krueger had the Ven- Venom symbiote. Yeah, there you go. But the Venom symbiote was purple. That's a good idea, man. That's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, Marvel. <laughs> um, and he's a pushover. I couldn't believe how I I couldn't believe how crappy he was. Yeah. Honestly. Let's see, Aska. Yeah. Who is. All right, what Wikipedia says, a ninja girl seeking to open her own dojo. Mm -hmm. Asuka is an original character who makes her first and only appearance in the franchise, possibly inspired from Mitsu from the the third Turtles film, which everything in my research said she was straight up supposed to be Mitsu from the third Turtles movie. Really? But it bombed so hard, Uh, they changed. They changed her from Mitsu to Asuka and changed it entirely. Did you know that they censored her? In the American release, <laughs> uh, did you see the the side by side from the where she basically had a thong with her ass cheeks hanging out in the, the other Japanese version? version. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then she has full 
full bottom covering <laughs> underwear. <laughs> Ladies underpants in the uh, U.S. version. Granny she, panties. She also had boob jiggle in her victory pose in the Japanese version that censored out in the U.S. God, dirty dirty titties. Uh, let's see, then wingnut. Yes. Like I think I mentioned the last time we played a fighting game, there's always that one fighting game character in the game that I just fucking hate. In this game, it's, like wing, wing it's Wingnut. I, God, you don't like I wing hate nut? Wingnut. Why don't you like Wingnut? I couldn't play as him. I don't like his design. And whenever I fought against him, he would always just fucking rip me a new one. He's a bat. He's a mutant bat, by yeah. the way, in case you were wondering, listener. Uh, he is, um, he's had a lot of iterations, because like, I know he was in the Archie comic, mm-hmm. and he was also on the TV show. Yeah, it said he was in an episode of the, of the animation, animated series. Yep. I had his action figure. Wingnut and screw loose. The mosquito, screw loose. Man, man, that, yeah, I've totally <laughs> forgotten about that. Let's see, uh, Chrome Dome. See, here's what's weird about Chrome Dome. I don't remember Chrome Dome. Yeah. And and he is uh, he is from the cartoon, um, and I don't remember him at all. See, I loved, I loved him in the cartoon. I yeah. thought it was a cool concept. I looked at the action figure online. I didn't even recognize it. Nope, Chrome Dome was just like a complete void in my Ninja mm-hmm. Turtles knowledge. I had I had the figure and man that that chrome coloring on him stripped off so quickly oh, just really? to be yellowed shitty plastic yeah, yeah man <laughs> real real quick you mean you mean it wasn't real chrome no <laughs> you, it wasn't a seventy dollar action figure <laughs> <laughs> let's see Armageddon uh, Armagon Armagon thank you okay You're welcome Armagon a mutant shark from the future yeah. I was also bad with him, but I also never had that many problems fighting him. Um, I had a hard time fighting him. Yeah. I was bad as him when yeah. I played as him. Um, Armagon was amazing in the Archie comics. Like I remember reading it and being like, holy shit, this is amazing. That was not a bad run. I, I want to reread the Archie comics run mm-hmm. because like anytime I think back on it, I think of it fondly. And which is really weird because it's like I don't know how it's going to hold up because it's they're not super violent. Um, but like it's also I think that Armagon was even though it was an Archie Comics thing, he was still designed by Peter Laird, one of the original creators of the Ninja Turtles. So like he looks really cool and he's got like he's all like cybernetic out. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Armagon. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Then the bosses, Rat King. Right. Who? Okay. The Rat King is just. He's just a dude who's really into rats. He doesn't have any exceptional ability, I guess. Depends. Depends on the interpretation of the story. Yeah. Like, I know in the Nickelodeon cartoon, he's got, like, a psionic thing. Like, some kind of telepathy with rats. Okay. Um, but in other iterations of the character, I mean, it's different. Which, uh, the side note, one of the things I actually love about the Ninja Turtles is that there are so many different interpretations of them. Like, they don't even try to have a consistent brand. It's just like, well, this like this cartoon is its own thing. This run of the comics is its own thing. This other run of the comics is its other thing. This third run of the comics is also its own thing. Also, here's another movie. It has nothing to do with the other movies. Here's another television show, which <laughs> also has nothing to do with any of the other things. <laughs> There's a girl turtle in this one. Right. There you go. <laughs> Venus. <laughs> Venus, de Venus de Milo. Yeah. yeah. The sky blue turtle. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. And then Karai, the female leader of the Foot Clan in Japan. Right. And she is from the Mirage comics. Because mm-hmm. there's one, like, there, there is a human that's romantically involved with the turtles. Like, is it Shredder's daughter? I don't remember her name. Or 
I'm I'm just spitballing. I vaguely remember something yeah, about that. In the most recent animated series, um, there is a little bit of that with Shredder's daughter okay. uh, in Leonardo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like all what I really enjoyed about the character design and all the moveset is the turtles all feel completely different. Yeah, we also didn't mention that you can play as a Ninja Turtles in this game. Yeah. They are also in the <laughs> roster along with Shredder. They're not listed in the Wikipedia <laughs> when I read it through. I guess it's just kind of assumed, like, they're there. You're fine. You know them. Shredder is also referred to as Cyber Shredder, and I'm not positive why. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know why. He's not listed. <laughs> All the staple characters yeah. are not listed in the Wikipedia. We, we assure you they're in the game. <laughs> uh, but all the turtles, their moveset and their specials, they feel like very different characters. Like in every other Turtles game, and basically I feel like in the first NES game, it was just like the range of their weapons was basically their the differences. Other than that, they always feel like carbon copies of each other. In this game, they're just I feel like they were distinctly different. I enjoyed yeah, that a lot. Yeah, I agree. But what I like about it is they feel distinctly different, but they tie them all back together by having the same special move inputs. I think that's really okay. nice because it's like if you memorize the inputs of one of the Ninja Turtles, they're the same inputs for the three other brothers. They just do different. They do similar moves, but they're different. Like, for example, um, a quarter circle forward punch is going to be a projectile. Mm -hmm. It's either going to be Leonardo making sparks on the ground with his katana, or it's going to be Donatello making... Um, a move called Ground Claw, where he sounds like Wolverine from <laughs> the Street Fighter versus X-Men, where it's like, I mean, he does. It's just like, Ground Claw. <laughs> okay, I, I guess. Berserker Barrage? Exactly, no, yeah. no Tornado Donatello. Claw. <laughs> um, so, like, that's also a quarter circle forward. Michelangelo has a thing where he opens his big mouth and fires out <laughs> a dragon breath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So they're, they're all their input commands are the same, but they do slightly different mm -hmm. things. Um, and it works because it, it's different enough for me. Yeah. Uh, where they do feel like different characters. And because they, they're, all, they're all basically copies of Street Fighter characters, Leonardo being the... If you can play with Ryu, you can play with Leonardo in this game. That's how I feel yeah. about, honestly, all the Ninja Turtles. I feel like if you can play as, as Ryu, you, yeah. you're good to go on all of them. Let's see. A lot of the, the stages have like breakable parts their levels and you can go through floors and go to other parts of the stage and things like that not in the snes version oh um mm. there are and at least not that, that makes I, it didn't happen for me but it says it in the wikipedia not that i encountered <laughs> from what i understand those breakables are in the genesis version oh, okay. but i have not played the genesis version genesis version does not look nearly as good as this it doesn't and it has some weird choices like April O'Neil is a playable character, and I think that is fine. I don't have a problem with April O'Neil being a fighter, but um, why April? I mean, like, why, like, I understand you want to include her because she is an important character in the series, yeah. but, like, she is, I don't know, she's not a fighter. She is in the new cartoon, which I think is great. She's a, a female ninja, or in training, uh, after she meets uh, okay. the turtles, Splinter starts training her, and I think that's like a cool story arc. Okay, yeah. But like it in the game, it like it just feels kind of forced. 
Um, I do. I want to play the Genesis version because the Triceraton is in the Genesis version, and that's one of my favorite uh, characters from um, one of the from the Mirage comics, uh, where they're this like race of orange Triceratop men from space. Uh, the old comics are fucking amazing because they just they do not give a shit about making anything realistic. It's yeah. just like it is just like this whatever off the wall. I mean, it's like. Oh, who are the turtles going to encounter next? Uh, Triceratop men from outer space. Done. <laughs> Write it. <laughs> Write a story. <laughs> Everybody make your own gremlin. Yeah. Just, just say whatever comes to mind. <laughs> but it's better than that. <laughs> uh, girl gremlin, perfect. Put it in the, put it in the movie. Hulk uh, Hogan, that's not even a gremlin, but go for it. <laughs> I have a link. If I can find that Key and Peele skit, uh, I'll post it. So good. Notes. So good. It is really good. Uh, let's see, because there's, we didn't play this game together, but I hear that's the versus mode is just really where it shines. Really, I mean that doesn't surprise me. That makes yeah. sense for a fighter. No, I wish we could have played it together. We don't play anything. Nope. Together. No, nope. <laughs> we don't play a fucking thing. Got those, got those babies, got those jobs. Not even, not even online. We we don't play anything together. D and D playing D and D this Saturday is going to be like the first thing we played together uh, in a long time. Man, I'm trying to think the last thing we played together before that. Damn. Yep, it's been that long. So we used to, yeah, we used to it for the consist, rather consistently, yeah, and then we had kids. Mm-hmm. So, shit, yeah. Oh, who's your daddy? Yeah, that's right. Who's and that wasn't that long ago. Yeah. We did play Who's it's Your Daddy together for a little while before my laptop kept giving up the ghost. Right. So. <laughs> your laptop was like, well, uh, clearly I'm not the daddy. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. No. What you play? You play this for five minutes. That's enough. That's you got it. You you're, got the gist of it. You're grounded. Laptop baby. out. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like it, it kind of sucks that this derailed this derailed the video game franchise and the third movie derailed, you know, the movie franchise with the turtles and kind of the an, the animated series had hit its zombie period. So like around this time is just when it died and, you know, for several years until now it's seeing a resurgence again. Yeah, it kind of existed. Like it never like completely went away. Yeah, that's, I mean, there's one thing on Kimmy Schmidt where she's like, "Teenage, why have I been in the bunker for 15 years and that's the thing that sticks around?" <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, I haven't finished season two of that. I'm not sure that I'm gonna. To be honest, I kind of I enjoyed, man. Yeah, just that one. Well, I was like, I was entertained, but not as much as the first season, uh-huh. except for. There's a moment in season two that I sent you that video. I'll put it on the on the yeah. Facebook group of Titus singing outside bones. Right. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. That is so fucking funny to me. Yeah, it's hilarious. There's something about that show though where it's just like I get to the point where I'm kinda like, Yeah, I get it. <laughs> She's weird. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Everybody's sort of mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like also it's like I'll watch it and it it there are parts of it that remind me so much of 30 Rock. That it like is almost depressing, where it's like, well, it's but it's not Thirty Rock. See, for me, I'm like, this is the closest thing we're gonna get yeah, to Thirty Rock again. So then the, I'll enjoy it more. It's probably the healthier way to look at, especially it. since Tina Fey hired her husband to do all the music for it too. Right? So it's it all sound, the big yeah, band no, stuff. it's like yep. it sounds like it sounds like Thirty Rock. <laughs> um, okay, so we kind of talked about. We kind of talked about it being a Street Fighter clone, which mm-hmm. which it is very much like it's got the move set is very similar. There's a weak punch, a fierce punch, a weak kick, and a, a fierce kick. Um, and a lot of the command inputs are identical to Street Fighter inputs. Um, 
There are different charge maneuvers and stuff like that. Uh, I didn't get to try all the ultimate abilities, but the like I can tell you Donatello's is that he summons a giant spirit, a serpentine spirit dragon. Yeah, that's what it means. What he's known for. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I don't know. Um, I don't know why. Like we talked about earlier, I don't know why it's in the tournament mode, but not the story mode. Mm-hmm. Um, There's also the watch mode. Yeah. And you just feel like chilling out just watching Turtles fight. I know. It's kind of ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like that's for like the real hardcore who's like, well, let me see what kind of like combos the Go ahead and make does. strategy, like football style strategies. Like, oh, I'm going to fight Shredderman with this. <laughs> I know. That's why it's so hard. They expect you to do that. <laughs> I, I kind of honestly think that they do expect you to do oh, that. Man. And I'm not going to lie. I would do that. Like that is like, I see it as like, well, this is a dumb little thing, but like a part of my brain is like, that's a very valuable thing. You could study that. You, <laughs> could, learn, you could learn from that. You can golden boy style. You can study that. Seriously though. Cause Dave you, life is study. Life is study. <laughs> but seriously, if you like put, if you, if you, okay, say you main Donatello <laughs> and, and you, you can create a fight where it's like, okay, here's Donatello. I'm going to make him the highest difficulty and I'm going to pit him against, I don't know, shredder at the highest difficulty. You can study what the, the computer, how the computer plays is Donatello. And it's like, Oh, there's some combos I didn't realize, uh, are possible. So there's no, that's what we could do to crank up our crank up Twitch, just set it to watch mode and then just set there with the control. Oh man, come on. Oh yeah. I'm playing it, man. This is hard. Like a sound, like a pre-recorded soundboard (laughs) kind of thing. Um, did you play, did you play tournament mode or did you play story mode? Story mode. So the story, the story is that April O'Neil was covering the tournament, uh, and then she gets kidnapped. Yeah. And then you, it come, you come to find out that Splinter has also been kidnapped. So the story is the same story as every Ninja mm-hmm. Turtles game that has ever existed. Yep. <laughs> you gotta rescue April. You gotta rescue Splinter. I mean, I get why April gets captured. Splinter, on the other hand, I don't quite get as much. I get that he's old, but like you see bits and pieces where he's sort of like Yoda, where he's feeble and then, but he needs to, he can fucking beat ass. So I don't. I hate feeble mm-hmm. Splinter. I hate it. It's yeah. like in the in the newer cartoon, he's a fucking badass. Mm-hmm. He's a ninja master. He's yeah. a fucking ninja master. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> Show some respect. <laughs> uh, he's a badass. Like he's constantly like um, showing the Ninja Turtles that he's the fucking sensei and that they're the students. Mm-hmm. And it's like you never get that from the cartoon or even like the movie because mm-hmm. they just kind of treat him as like dad. Yeah, and in the new cartoon, they still treat him. In as the movie, dad. he's like a diseased oh, rat, man. Just, just barely I know. surviving. I know. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I feel oh, like my fur is falling I off. Know. Like, why is Shredder so mad? Because and he... I don't know why. I kind of went with this voice for Shred for Splinter. It's what a, if, what I'm a very old that? rat. Yeah. I enjoy pizza. It was, yeah. It's it's like a Jersey Trump rat. That's where everyone's going. Jersey Trump rat. <laughs> no comment. That's too easy. No comment. I was the original pizza rat. I yeah. ate all the pizza. It was the best. Yeah. I trained all the toitles. Uh-huh. Toitles. Toitles. <laughs> Speaking of toitles and the roster... There's no Bebop, no Rocksteady. Yeah, so that's that's what I expected. I, I expected Baxter Stockman, Krang, Bebop, Rocksteady. That's what I wanted. Yeah. So that's I think that man, that was the fly in the omen for me when I was little with this game. But they still like they gave you a lot of deep cuts though. If you're into if you're into the turtles, mm-hmm. that's nice. But I agree. Why not mix it up? Why not have some of like the the well known turtles villains mm-hmm. and throw in Armagon? Yeah. 
um, instead of it essentially all being different variations of Armagon. Yeah, having all the bosses, the the ones that were bosses from Turtles in Time, have them play a, like yeah, Leatherhead, Leatherhead would have been great. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bebop and Rocksteady are in the game, which makes it even more frustrating because they're just background sprites on uh, one of the stages. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the one, it's... Uh, it's one of the bridges where the Foot Clan, it's when you fight Shredder, essentially, and they're on either side. Baxter Stockman, also a sprite in the background of one of the stages. So it's. it's Why no Kino? I want, I want a game with Kino in it. Yeah. Um, he, well, he, his animation to start the fight is he rides in on a scooter, right. he gets off, puts a, sets a pizza box down, and uh-huh. then takes a stance. I liked Kino. I'm not going to lie. I did As too. a kid, I liked Kino yeah. a lot. Um, do you think they just couldn't come up with enough pizza delivery related special moves? <laughs> or Pizza Hut probably backed out. Yeah. And he wanted to have them, uh, the sponsorship. No, no, it's okay. The big Pizza Hut pull out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I, man, I like this game. It's too hard, but I liked this game. I liked it too. Now, I liked it too. I would play it. I wanted to play it more. I wanted to play the Genesis version. I wanted to play the NES version, um, but I didn't have time to. NES version looks fun. Yeah, it does look fun. And I like the different rosters. I think that's like, they, I think Konami was like, hey, we're not doing a port of an arcade fighter. And I, like, let's take advantage of that by having different rosters on each different iteration of the game. Mm-hmm. And people will probably buy more than one copy of this game on different systems. Yeah. I'd love to see the numbers. I don't know how it worked out, but like, did that work? It would have worked on me as a kid if I liked the game when I played it as a kid. Yeah. Because like clone Leonardo and clone April and Casey Jones are all in the Genesis version, and yeah, and the Triceraton, mm-hmm. um, and then the NES version has Dragon Man. <laughs> <laughs> do you, is that I don't have do no not know cl- okay. I do not know where Dragon Man is from. I can pop it into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles wiki if you like. <laughs> sure, what um, sounds good to me. I know that. Um, <laughs> a little bit of trivia about the NES version is you could play as Dragon Man, but if you were doing versus mode, you both could not be Dragon Man because his sprite is so large that like the developer was just like, nope, you bo- you cannot both be Dragon Man because the sprite's so large that it- there would be so much flicker that the game was impossible <laughs> to play. All right, so here I am. I am on turtlepedia.wikia.com. Mm-hmm. I'm going to type in Dragon Man. Ooh, there's an anime quiz for which anime show should you watch? Should take, take that. <laughs> Dragon Man. No results found. <laughs> okay. That's weird. Let me try it with a space. Dragon Space Man. <laughs> Dragon Space Man. No, I got nothing. Man, okay. So no one knows. <laughs> Sorry. I'm probably. I'm sure I could dig something up if I weren't doing this. Because I guess that game was super late in the NES lifespan so it was and what's great about it is like it's a fighting game on the nes there are not many fighting games yeah. on the nes because that's a genre that didn't really blossom until the uh, nes was um pretty much done yeah also i'm sorry for using the word blossom i love it i love it is that your word for today blossom blossom, blossom. maybe <laughs> maybe it is <laughs> <laughs> have you been have you been keeping track of the number of times I've said certain words? It just now came to me. I should have been doing it earlier. <laughs> Maybe. Um okay, so tournament mode I feel like is the only other thing left to talk about and that I think is a really weird mode where you are fighting for money and you defeat an opponent 
and then apparently drag it back to the studio. You drag the opponent's body back to the studio to do an interview with April O'Neil. <laughs> Um, and so like your defeated opponent is lying crippled on the stage <laughs> and then you're in a spotlight amongst piles of cash and prizes, um, and April's interviewing you. So just turtles meets, um, smash TV. Dude, I'm so glad you said smash TV cause fucking rat King in this game looks like a, a contestant from smash TV, <laughs> like the character design. Cause like I'm not used to rat King being like super bulky yeah. and just jacked, but he is like, he looks like a hobo in the cartoon. Right. So yeah. And, and then like in, but in this game, yeah, he's like muscles on muscles. Like he's bigger than shredder. He's bigger than <laughs> super shredder. A lot of protein in rats. He eats all the dead rats. Ooh, maybe that is it. I remember I made him, I wanted to figure out a good boss in D&D. So I made Rat King in Pathfinder. So as a vermin druid, multi-class as a monk. And it actually turned out really well. Specialized in disease. So whenever he hit opponents, you know, it was just like fill fever, various rat diseases. Yeah. So it worked. Rat King's fun to do in D&D. There you go. Somebody, <laughs> somebody do it. Let me know how it goes. Um, can I say that I think that this iteration of April O'Neil in a video game is probably her hottest. Okay. I think she looks the best. It's like the perfect mix of anime styling to um, Western cartoon, where it's just like, all right, April looks good in this game. Yeah, man. I, I, man, I cannot emphasize how good I think the art style is in this game. Yeah, lots of good decisions. It's really good. Lots of really good decisions, I think, as far as art style goes. Do you have any achievements? I've got a couple. Uh, I have my first one. You're going to love this. It's called Punai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in order to unlock Punai, uh, you need to beat the game as Asuka, uh, because she is a, she is a female ninja. What is that called? A Konoichi? Kun yeah. Yep. Uh, if my Naruto serves me correctly. <laughs> and I want to thank, I, I didn't come up, this is not a Dave original. I need to thank Faceful of Alien Wing Wong <laughs> on Twitch chat for giving me that one. I appreciate it. Uh, my second achievement is, what is it good for? And in order to unlock, what is it good for? You need to beat the game as war. So now I only have one achievement. <laughs> Third achievement. <laughs> absolutely nothing. In order to unlock absolutely nothing, you need... Um, to perform a perfect victory against war. Okay, that's good. Fourth achievement. This is a reoccurring achievement. I like this. I'm going to try to fit this in any fucking game that has a shark in it. Yeah. My fourth achievement is smile, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and in order to unlock smile, you son of a bitch, you need to beat Armagon with your ultimate ability. Okay. Those are my four achievements. It's good. It's good. You went all out. I did. Tyler, do you have any achievements for this I've game? got it because I had war. What is it good for? So I'm scratched. Uh, sorry to nip your blossom so, in the bud. No, it's low-hanging fruit. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. What, you call my, call my achievement low-hanging fruit, bro? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, because we both thought of it, so it has to be. Uh, my achievement is Aska Akira. So Aska with two S's. Uh-huh. And that is when if you... Finish an opponent with Asuka's butt slam. Sir slam. So, and Asuka Akira, the porn star known for anal. So. Oh, okay. I'm not familiar with her. Link in the show notes. Uh, Asuka also has a, I don't know if you saw it, she has a move where she leaps at an opponent, spread eagle, mm -hmm. catches, catches <laughs> the opponent's face with her crotch, and then flips them over yeah. backwards. The, the, 
I'll see that what that move is a hurricane rana, so a punican rana. Hurricane Rana's? Is that what it's? Hur- Hurricane Rana, I believe, that's the wrestling move where you jump on and basically your bottom of your knees onto their shoulders, jump and then flip backwards, flipping them over you. Mm. I've mm. seen Leva Bates of Blue Pants fame do, do that a, before. Do a Hurricane Rana? Hurricane Rana. Hurricane Rana. Hmm. Yeah. That's all I got for achievements. Tyler. Yes, sir. I've got some questions for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you were to give this game a beard that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would you give it? Hmm. Can I say that creepier? What kind of beard <laughs> would you give this game? <laughs> um, let's see. I if I had to give this game a beard, I would have to give it. I'm trying to scan. I have an image in my head, and I'm trying to find a beard in it. Wait, that was a weird statement. Yeah. I have an image in my mind. I'm trying to find a beard. I just imagine like your mind is like a weird issue of Highlights Magazine where it's like yeah. hidden somewhere in this magazine. There's 20 beards. <laughs> I guess I would have to give it the... Um... Didn't think about this one, huh? Well, I did. Well, I had an idea for it. I was like, yeah. oh, it was going to be the moment. Okay. I'll improv it. Um, because I'm trying to think of a Twin Peaks beard. Tw- Ooh, I can't help you with Twin Peaks beards. So I, um, I'm gonna say the. Is there a beard monster? The beard of the well, there's there's a Native American spirit monster named Bob, but Bob the beard monster. <laughs> I'm gonna say maybe the one our man had a beard. Somebody had a beard from the future? a beard from Twin Peaks okay. because it was not appreciated <laughs> in its time. Okay, all right. Sorry, Nicole. Let me know. Let me know a beard. You know what? It's not your fault. It wasn't appreciated in its time. That's true. Although I'm I'm willing to gamble and say you did not appreciate it when it came out. No, I didn't really appreciate it that much when I tried to watch it a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched it because Nicole that. loves it so much. I was yeah. like, okay, I'll give it a shot, and it was pretty good, but it just didn't hold my interest very well. I am excited to watch the reboot though on yeah. Showtime. Yeah, I it also didn't hold my interest that well either, no. which sucks because it's like I, mean, I love Kyle MacLachlan. Yeah, but. Uh, what's your favorite thing uh, that he's been in? Sex in the City. Sex in the City. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you seen Blue Velvet? Nope. Watch Blue Velvet. Cause I mean, a, Dune is good too. That's a weird movie. I need to watch Dune. Yeah, I need to watch Dune. Um, and then we can do Kyle Cast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not a one-off episode. That's just a podcast we start. Get naming way Kyle Cunts and uh, of some of my neighbor's fame. All the Kyles. All the Kyles we know. All the Kyles all the time. We get Kyle from the Experience Grind. We get. Let's just let's stop this podcast and name all the all Kyles. All the Kyles. <laughs> Kyle Blackthorn. Oh my God! How did we forget Kyle Blackthorn, man. Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you would give this game a pair of glasses, what kind of glasses would you give it? Hmm. I guess I would have to give it. Let's see where some good stuff. I'd have to. I'd give it. Would they be labias because you're wearing Asuka's crotch on your face and glasses? <laughs> just, just like, and the mucus just pulls underneath your eyes. <laughs> that ain't mucus, man. <laughs> you didn't see the round prior. <laughs> you, um, didn't, you didn't see how she beat Shredder. <laughs> she uh, fucked him to death. <laughs> it was hard because he was Cyber Shredder. <laughs> Uh, for some reason, Duke Nukem's glasses keep popping out at me. All right. So I wonder why. As being taking an old school style and animate like drawings of Duke Nukem, not like in game Duke Nukem, but Duke Nukem 
like box art where he's got simple black glasses that are stylized well. Okay. I, that's all that's coming all right. to me. <laughs> okay. Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've got one more question. I want to know how much is this game on Amazon? If you were to buy it right now on Amazon used specifically for the Super Nintendo mm -hmm. entertainment system, how much do you think you would pay for it? Outside of renting it, I've only seen one personal owned copy of this game, and that is uh, Sean McElwain which has we, this. Yeah, which we played at the cabin. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to assume that this game is somewhat rare because it was a flop. So I'm going to assume it's a little more expensive. I'm going to say $39. All right. Good guess, I think. Tyler, actual retail value of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles tournament fighters used for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System at the time of this recording on Amazon is... Twenty-one dollars and thirty cents. Okay. You were on your like train of thought, your way mm -hmm. of thinking, your logic, I feel like was very sound. Um, but once you reach a certain level, it's like, who knows? Because, yeah. Because yeah, I feel like twenty-one bucks, that's a pretty that's I mean, that's a pretty it's high good price. Now. But, I mean, yeah. I think it's Do you think it's worth it? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think for a for a collector or a, someone who enjoys the turtles, yeah. I think around twenty dollars. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, how about if it was like on Steam or something like that? I think it would be really fun on Steam. I think some like, I would love to see a remade Tournament Fighters. Yeah. I know that sounds silly, but like I, throw in like all the full roster, throw yeah. in Casey Jones, throw in like, you know, like get, take all of them, take all of the characters from every, from the Super Nintendo Genesis and man, NES. Man, a Marvel's Capcom them together. 2 style yeah. library of yeah. fighters for turtles. Yeah. Man. Keep it a 2D fighter. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I would be down. I would totally I fucking play really that. That'd be really good. I would yeah. totally fucking play that. I really want to play um, the new Ninja Turtles game. It's new. I say it's new. It came out a couple months ago. The Mutants in Manhattan. Um, no clue. That came out for like PlayStation 4 and I think Xbox One. I think there was a, hmm. a PC release too. I was excited to play it. And then I read the reviews that said that it was not very good. Mm. It, it looked good, but um, the big complaint was there was no online multiplayer. <sighs> it was all it was all local co-op. Good. Which I like <laughs> local co-op, but I don't play that way anymore. And I don't think a lot of people play that way anymore. Yeah. Like I feel like you got you got to have like drop in, drop out multiplayer. You fucking have to. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, I. On the on the reverse side, I don't think local co-op is included enough. I agree that, that. you can have the option to yeah. play to play together. So I'm glad yeah. it's there. I feel sure. like it'd be easy to add in the online component with the complaints, but it just man, it it it, I mean, it really chaps my ass that everything has to have an online multiplier, multiplier, markiplier, <laughs> mark multiplier, mark multiplier, <laughs> uh, multiplayer component. Yeah. So I know that's that's my that's more of my crotchety old man like we don't have to always get online and play. So you don't like that in games? I don't like that it's required now for so many things. Like you just get shit on if you don't have it, and that bugs the shit out of me. So like I know Mass Effect Three is the big one. Mass Effect Three and Bioshock Two kind of really rubbed me the wrong way with that that stuff. So what was what did you need to do multiplayer in Bioshock Two? You they just had the option where you could do it. You it wasn't essential to the gameplay, but they had to have it. You I know, see. they would have gotten shit on if they didn't have some form of multiplayer because, oh my God, you just have to have multiplayer. Yeah. Online multiplayer. I mean, it was, I'm not going to argue that like the multiplayer in Bioshock 2 felt super tacked on. Yeah. Um, and it really did kind of, I feel like it took a lot of the, 
gravity out of Bioshock. Yeah, too. That, I mean, that's the point because you're supposed yeah. to be alone and like so. Yeah, I get it. It's like it's like Resident Evil what five or six whatever being co-op, right? Or any and uh, Dead Space being six. co-op. Which one? Three. Ugh. So it just kind of playing with a person, cool, but like right. that's not it's not the experience. Yeah, I get it. So. I think there's definitely a time and place for it. Yeah. I but in general I like it as long as it's not ruining the atmosphere of the game. Yeah. Like Resident Evil Five, I think was the co-op one. I don't know about six; it might be co-op as well. That's stuff, man. I I played one, two, and three, Code Veronica, and then I picked up five. Just like, oh man, fuck this. Yeah. I am tired of driving around this swamp boat, not knowing where the fuck I'm going, hoping someone else knows what's going on. Yeah. No, fuck it. Mm-mm. But that's all I got. Yep, that's all I got. Uh, you want to close it out? Uh, let's see. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. So don't miss the next episode. We're going back to digital trends list to do... I'll forget what, what rank it is, what number it is. Uh, I think it's number... Ooh, I don't... I think it's number 13. But, 13. I'm, but I am not 100% positive. Because we skipped Beyond Oasis. That's what's throwing me off. Yeah, okay. We skipped Beyond Oasis because we have already played it mm-hmm. on this show. I'll have a link to it in the show notes if you'd like to check it out. Um, so we skipped Beyond and Oasis. And I didn't see that there were that many differences between the Genesis and the SNES. Or, yeah, we had the Genesis version. You're right. Never mind. It's just a Genesis game. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, straight up, no reason to... Yeah, because it's the Genesis Zelda essentially remember yeah um i'll have a link to that in the show notes we had this we skipped it because we've already played it and yeah we're gonna be doing fantasy star 2 yeah on wednesday which is probably gonna be a two-parter because i want to play more of it mm-hmm. so it's not speculation like shadow run being a two-parter yeah it's this actually is, played it be like okay this yeah i want to play more of it is yeah. my attitude Mm-mm. let's see Hey, you want to help? Oh, go ahead. And I've already streamed some of it, too. Oh, so yeah. So if, if you want to check it out, mm-hmm. there's our Twitch channel. Just search for us on Twitch, and yeah. you can see some gameplay. And if you further want to help us out, uh, iTunes, shit's going, shit goes on in iTunes. Everybody hates it, but it's, uh, it's, the, it's the beast that needs to be fed. So find us on iTunes. Uh, uh, like, subscribe to the show. Give us a five-star Written review. We like those. Those help. That feeds into all, all the beast algorithms. Yes. <laughs> the uh, algorithms of the beast. <laughs> believe it's an Iron Maiden song. <laughs> so, and see, uh, we have shirts for sale. You go to Amazon, type yeah. in Tadpog. Yeah. You leave the shirt a five-star review. You can write in there. We need to read those. We do. They're really They're good. good. I, well, I have an idea for an episode. Okay. That I, well, I told you about it. I think it would be a good time to read the Amazon reviews. Is to do... Because uh, I don't know it made me think of it because Joe Willard had um, asked about uh, Church Basement, like what episode oh, that yeah. was on. Right. So it's just like maybe we need to do an episode because now we're three, we're three fifty deep. So we should do an episode where we just talk about like inside jokes that have been made on like the first one hundred episodes that we still make. Just like for new listeners, people who haven't been here from the beginning, explain shit about Tadpog. It's our masturbation episode. Yeah. Um, I think that we need to get um, a few Tadpog historians on to help us. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what we've said before. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I do not know what we've said before. <laughs> and it's like, uh, even when he was mentioning the church, church basement on Facebook, I was like, yeah, 
That is, I mean, I'm familiar with that reference. I, I know the story. I remember, mm-hmm. Tyler, you telling the story. I had no idea what episode it was on. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to look it up. It's like, what episode was that on? Mm-hmm. It's on a really early episode. Yeah, really early. Like, why do we say Gooder? You right. know, there's, right, there's right, a right. lot of stuff that yeah. people don't. And I know I've heard before talking to other people, like, that makes them want to go back and listen to be in on the joke. But then also some people are turned off because then it's like, oh, it's just all just inside jokes. Yeah. So we need to have, like, the episode that you can listen to when you don't necessarily get something. Mm-hmm. So that, that'd be good to read the Amazon reviews and, and things like that. Fan service episode. Mm-hmm. Fan, we're naked. Yep, it's true. Thing. Or almost naked. We, we just have, keep teasing you with like with we have thongs necks. and boob jiggle, whole man. thing uncensored. Yeah. Oh man, I I love Tad Vog until <laughs> it just turned into fan service. <laughs> where they talked about church basements and then almost show us their dicks every episode. Almost <laughs> just had to just have some neck throbbing yeah. for a little while. So Beyond Oasis, um, I was looking this up as as we were talking. Beyond Oasis was number fifteen on Digital Trends list. Okay. So Fantasy Star Two is number fourteen. Fourteen. So yeah, we'll be doing that. Those other places to leave five star. Uh, you go to Stitcher. That's something you can do to leave five star reviews. Yep, we're supposedly on Google Play. If okay. anyone out there can verify that we're on Google Play, please let me know because I signed up for it and I got an email back saying you're good to go. But I don't have an Android device. Okay. So, and I'll check that out. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we're also uh, we're on Pirate Bay, so you can go torrent all our episodes. It's about yeah. 23 gigs. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, the Patreon episodes are not on there. Good. Good. <laughs> the reason that you'd want to torrent it, not <laughs> on there. <laughs> well, no, look, I, I think it's great that this is set up. We didn't set this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kanaha set this up. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's cool. Cause yeah. Because, like, people have... People, listeners have come to me saying, hey, like, how do I get all these old episodes? And it's like, well, they're on the, they're on the site, but they're hard to get. Uh, they're also on SoundCloud, but they're, uh, that's also kind of hard to get. Yeah. So now here's another option. You can just get them on, legally, you can get them on Pirate Bay. We publish this under a uh, Creative Commons license, so you can distribute it as much as you want. So would that make him uh, Pirate Lord? Pirate Kanaha. Lord. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> there dread, you go. Dread pirate. <laughs> the dread pirate Kanaha. <laughs> Done. Done. Put it in the put it in the wiki. Yeah, there we go. Signed, sealed, delivered. That'll be in our fan service episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, reading off all the titles for everybody. I know, this is a lot of fucking research that's going <laughs> to go into this episode. Yeah, so I'll go ahead. I'll throw out there Shadowrunner Cody Stinson. All right, right. Uh, let's see. Well, I'll have to think of some more, but we'll we'll do it. I'm th- Classify some people. Uh, let's see. So we also have Facebook. We have Twitter. Yep. Uh, various forms you can contact us. So in the form of a five-star review or a direct message or whatever. If there's a game you want us to play, if there's a, a Patreon request you have, anything like that, get to get in touch with us. We promise we will get to whatever you say eventually. eventually. Don't worry, guys. Like Tyler said, we're going to be back. We're going to be talking about Fantasy Star 2. Electric Boogaloo. In the meantime, you can always find us on tadpog.com. That's where the show notes live. I'll have a link to the uh, most expensive, possibly the most expensive chip, possibly the spiciest chip in the world. Hope so. I'll have a link to that in the show notes. Um, I'll also... um, 
I don't know. There'll be a link to all the fucking streams that I mentioned as well. Um, check those out. I appreciate it. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash tadpog. There's a lot of cool people there doing a lot of cool shit. Uh, Tyler, you mentioned Twitter. We are at tadpog underscore podcast. Uh, big, huge thank you to everybody who retweets us. Yes. Uh, that helps spread the word. And honestly, um, it helps me find out about... New uh, and cool podcasts. Uh, this one of my favorite things recently has been just like seeing how much support there is in the podcasting community and like podcasts helping out other podcasts mm-hmm. and, and all that. So I think it's really cool. Um, we've, I know I've mentioned them before. Just as a side note, um, especially if you're local to Kentucky like we are, there's another Kentucky podcast that I've talked about on the show before called uh, The Stale Popcorn Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some Kentucky guys. Um, uh, if you're into movies and TV shows, you've been doing some more TV show stuff recently, um, check them out. Uh, it's The Stale Popcorn Podcast. Um, so maybe I should I should just like I should just start like shouting out different podcasts each episode yeah, I feel like because yeah. there are a lot of good ones uh, and a lot of good ones that are f- friends of the show I would consider them yeah, shout out to WTF with Mark Marin go ahead, yeah. go ahead and give us a shout good, out in yeah. return yeah, we appreciate please. it yeah we Thank appreciate you. it <laughs> Um, this American Life, there you go. Yeah, yeah that for you. sure. Uh, let's see, Smodcast, some <laughs> show called Smodcast. I don't know. Um, so I also let's see what else we got to do. Oh, you want to call us? You can give us a call at two seven zero eight eight three two five five five. Leave us a voicemail or send us a text message, and I will read it on the show. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hey, did you enjoy this? Uh, would you like to give us money? There are, believe it or not, people who do that, mm-hmm. uh, and I really fucking appreciate it. Uh, it still blows my mind that we have people who uh, willingly support us. Uh, you guys are fucking amazing. Uh, so I you have, don't have to even blackmail people anymore. Not anymore, <laughs> but you got to get your start somewhere. <laughs> uh, so I want to take a moment and thank Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins for upping his pledge. I'd like to thank Mike, Mike Exalted Lord Mike of Purdue, a.k.a. Micah Purdue, for upping his pledge. I would like to thank the bloody-handed otaku Jack of Ziggy Moons mm-hmm. for upping his pledge. Recently, I'd like to thank, big thank you to Alex Pina, who uh, just recently um, upped his pledge significantly. Uh, mm. so, uh, Alex, we really, really appreciate that. Um, I would also like to thank someone very special to me who popped my Twitch donation cherry. Oh, uh, I'd like damn. to thank true to name master of coin, <laughs> Ryan Walters, <laughs> AKA Ryan Edwards, uh, <laughs> who was the very first person to donate on our Twitch channel. So, oh, man. thank you. I got really excited about it. I told Nikki, I was like, well, it paid off. <laughs> <laughs> Done. All right. T- stop streaming. I'll let everybody in the D&D group know we are not streaming that game anymore. <laughs> so, uh, Ryan, thank you. I appreciate it. And we're only now we're only $41 away from going to uh, Fantasy World. Yep. Yeah. So help us get to Fantasy World. <laughs> As we already mentioned, where you can send us stuff. Yes. If you want to say that, we can do, do that again. Yeah. If you want to send us something, you can send it to Tadpog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky 42002. Also, 
I didn't tell you how, where to find us on Patreon. <laughs> that is patreon.com slash tadpog. But you're very smart people. I'm sure that you figured that out already. So, and no, no postcards yet. So the first postcard we get, I will do something special for that person. All right. There you go. That's, that's out there. All right. Uh, let's see. Give us a call. Have you done that? Yep. If you want to call that. us, did that. Uh, so we have a, an Instagram, tadpog underscore podcast yeah. on Instagram. Put yeah. pictures and shit up there. Yeah. Let's see our, uh, our theme song. Let's we'll see more drive. We've yes, got yeah. Hey, you want to close this out? Uh, one of us should be Bebop. The other one should be Rocksteady. Okay. Because we missed them in this game. Yeah. Do you have a preference? No. All right, then I do. I'll okay. be Rocksteady. Okay. Then I will be Bebop. Bebop. So until next time. Oh, tropical Capricorn. Toilet. <laughs> you sounded like um, an Alabama lawyer. Is it, isn't Bebop an Alabama lawyer? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That's on the back of his trading card. Little known fact. Blood type O. Occupation. Alabama lawyer. Fighting level four. <laughs> Energy projectiles. Five. <laughs> God, those fucking X-Pink cards.